the process. One thing about podcasting is the post process. So a lot of times in post processing, you can get to go back in and clean up the mix. Pretty much what an engineer would do if you were recording vocals. So if you've got a lot of hissing, a lot of breathing, a lot of words that may have clashed here and there. Sometimes you do need to re-record those words, but doing a podcast, it's easier to take a break and you can clip everything out and kind of run it together as if you're doing a commercial or something like that. But in post, you can go in there and pretty much identify where you sound good, where you need to sound better at. I mean, it's all a learning process, I would say. Getting your voice tone right, the way your speaking voice is or your broadcast voice. I think Colin Cowherd on the Heard has one of the best radio speaking voices. And if you ever watch his show, you can see how close the microphone is and how he speaks. Now, I've heard him speak away from the microphone and it voice sounds completely different, but he knows how to project his vocal into the actual microphone, dynamic microphone, dynamic microphone. I will continue to stress a dynamic microphone when doing a podcast, but the process of podcasting for me has been fun and I love it. And I think I like it more personally just just because I get to go in and mix audio without me trying to sing or trying to rap or something like that. I could actually just stop, rethink my thoughts and go back in and just say, hey, <laughs> let's redo this part over. But one thing about it is you have to keep the same momentum. I can't just stop in the middle of a podcast and be like, uh, or I'll have a happy moment like, yeah, cool, this, this, that, and then drop to the next moment. So yeah, about that time. No, you gotta keep the same energy throughout the duration of the podcast. Now, another thing about posts that I would say, post-processing that is, I would say is always get some tips online on YouTube about compression, overall mix, how the output sound is supposed to sound, levels for your music if you're gonna have background music. That's one thing that I do like to have is background music constantly going as I'm podcasting because it gives you a narrative feel. So when you get a narrative feel, you can kind of like listen to the music and kind of listen to the conversation as well. Sometimes I let the music play after I'm done with the conversation and there's other times I just need to say something and that's it. Sometimes I'll just leave it flat. I haven't done that in the podcast. Maybe like once or twice I've actually just let it go flat. But now what I've learned from podcasts going back in and being able to add and take out and put stuff back in and make sure that my vocals are always in the right spot make sure that i'm always looking at the, uh, the volume making sure everything i'm not peaking make sure i'm not raising my voice everything in my background is pretty solid i'm sitting still i'm not clicking too many buttons i'm not researching everything that i have is already written down sometimes sometimes not and that's the other thing about the podcast that i am starting to like and get into is scripted podcast scripted podcast where probably 50 percent of it is written down and another 50 percent is pretty much you just kind of coming off the rip i think that i would enjoy that only because it gives me more of a script most of these podcasts that i've done i've done just kind of off you know out of my head and just pretty much just gone with it i've had my thoughts on particular topics that i wanted to talk about and of how i felt and i think going forth i think it'd probably be better to do scripted because it gives you more of a uh syndication sound i would say and the reason why i use the word syndication is because once you're doing syndication stuff you know they could possibly or not they a company could possibly hear your podcast and want to you know use bits of your audio maybe for a documentary maybe for a short film whichever it is so scripted sometimes is a better thing and always to have your facts readily available for you whenever you are doing podcasts have you you don't have to always cite your sources use you know clean words like allegedly lately i've been trying not to cuss as much but sometimes when i am just coming off the rip 
I cuss a lot. My wife says I cuss a lot. Eh, eh, eh. Well, we'll figure that out here sooner than later. But <laughs> anyway, post-processing is one of the things that I enjoy most about podcasting because it gives me an opportunity to see things, hear things. And the process is always going to be pretty cool. And for me, it's probably going to be that way is because I enjoy dealing with this part of music anyway. I have the most control over my speaking voice. And that's how I like to look at it. Like I said, services like Anchor, I've uh, moved away from Anchor a few times and I talked about it uh, in a few podcasts while I moved away. I wanted to have control over my overall content. But I pretty much went back only just because I'm tired of I didn't like to pay Spreaker and I always got to take your RSS feed and, and you got to put it out to these uh, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, all of this stuff individually. That just became a lot of work on top of me already recording, coming up with the the, uh, the ideas, doing the beats. It's a lot. It's, it's really a lot. And let me make sure that I didn't miss a thing. I, I was I'm doing the recording, so <laughs> I'm basically doing all of the engineering i'm making the music i'm uh writing everything as well everything is my ideas <laughs> at the same time i uh i have to mix it so like i said i have to go back and be the engineer then on top of that if i was going to do a social media post where i would pretty much do maybe like three or four minutes that would pretty much be me as well and then on top of that take all of this episode that probably took me i would say 10 to 15 minutes to record uh depending on the length of the particular topic or let's say like 30 minutes to record i'm looking at maybe about another two to three hours of work so in saying that that's probably why i wanted to keep a lot of my podcast audio based because like i said video is cool video is fun i want to get into video but i could only imagine the vigorous schedule that it takes to chop edit and make sure those videos go right so i would do more of a scripted now for a lot of podcasters that do rap music and i mean that come from rap music i would say it's a little bit more easy because they can kind of get into a barbershop lounge just have some people come over and they'll have a set of questions and they want to talk you know is it they're in an easier lane but when you're sitting here kind of by yourself and thinking about your thoughts you become like the introverted podcaster that's what i've become is the introverted podcaster I've done a few collaborations on the podcast, but not too many. I probably should have done more and I probably still can do more. I just got to find the time to get with the people to do it. I mean, I could really produce a pro uh, I could produce a project for somebody or a podcast for somebody. It doesn't have to be a whole podcast. I could produce an episode for you or uh, anything. So, but having this equipment does uh, make things a little bit more easier for that process. The next thing I do need to get is an Apple MacBook Pro. Let me make sure my wife heard that Apple MacBook Pro. So I could be able to do all of that post mixing, all that post production on the road if I want to go out and do some things. So, but the cool thing about this Zoom PodTrack P8 is that I could take the SD card out and take the audio anywhere. So I could just do whatever I want with the audio, and whoever uses what, then they'll have the audio to do post production if they want it, and or I could bring it back home and just do whatever it is that I want to do with it. Add in intros, outros, fades, edit, slice up. You know all the long breaths that some people take sometimes because whenever you you are doing a podcast everything is kind of hot and live so you got to make sure that you taking your break take your breath <sighs> 
just in case you're talking too much like I'm doing currently right now. So neither here nor there. I enjoy the process. The process is the process. It may be time for me to evolve because when you are doing these podcasts, one thing that you do have to learn about doing these podcasts is that you can't stay in one area the whole time with it. You have to evolve from your, you know, your daily of what you're doing. I've been doing this for about four years coming up now. So I would say it's time for me now to evolve. I have all of the equipment that I need to basically start a different podcast, focusing in on a little bit more different topics, getting more collaborations and talking to more people and just putting that content out. I'm not a big promoter. I'll just drop whatever feels good, you know. If I'm in the moment, one thing I like to create, I know a lot of people talk bad about Canva, but for podcasters like me, Canva has been a save because I can go in there and pretty much do what I want to do for my podcast cover and drop it right then and there without doing too much or even, you know, paying people to do that kind of stuff for you because it's your vision. Then you want to sit there and go through it and then take the time and think sometimes I, I look at things to be just too good. But as long as I'm able to put out the content, as long as I'm able to record, nothing's ever too good. And I do it at my own pace. That's what this is about do it at your own pace trust your own personal process and don't let nobody kind of throw you off but like i said in the last podcast it's gonna get real here sooner or later once you start a few of them you know you're gonna do one you're gonna do two you're gonna continue to go and then once you start to go you're gonna do more and then you're gonna realize that you need some more equipment so in saying that once you start to get more equipment i would definitely tell you shop shop fair but you're gonna have to spend a little money on these mics some of these mics are about a hundred dollars a piece good ones uh mixing boards they're they're expensive they're like four to five hundred dollars a piece and same thing is like like i use logic because i have mac but i have other things but logic is the most easiest for me like i said i have wave lab uh from cubase there's a lot of other people that use uh pro tools pro tools is good too you can use pretty much anything you want studio one is okay you know garage band is okay as well but just get familiar with something that you can you know work and figure out and play with all the technical buttons that you need to play with learn a little bit about audio audio processing audio engineering learn where your voice is so therefore you can have your presets loaded on how you mix your voice so it doesn't take long for you to do whatever it is that you want to do because you know placement of your microphone placement of your voice placement you know where you're sitting things at projection of your voice as well i would say and you can you know you can learn a lot and come up with some fun but i would always uh, learn as much as you can while you're doing it so hey have fun. That's just my opinion. And if anybody needs any help with podcasting, hit me up. Hit me up. I want to do some uh, some uh, podcast production. You know, I'll, I'll produce an episode. I'm not good at this, but I'm I'm decent. <laughs>